Yo, 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 good morning, good morning, it's your boy Improv Hive back on the microphone, like I promised, good to see everybody, I mean hear everybody, I mean feel everybody, um, out there in uh, TV land, um, it is Thursday, September 16th, 2021, so I haven't decided if I'm going to release it today, or I'm going to release it tomorrow, Friday, September 17th, 2021, but I'll let you know. It's coming out in the next 24 hours. Uh, this is your boy, Hav, uh, Improv Hav. Catch me on all social media platforms, at Improv Hav. Same thing with Cash App and Venmo. I got to start remembering to say that because, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, things ain't cheap. But um, I just thank you all for listening. I'm glad I could put out this free podcast just to tap in with the homies. Um, thank you for all the listeners for last week. It feels good, you know. It definitely feels good to... Uh, to see a solid stream of listeners you know I, I gotta check the countries of course you know last time i was in 10 I'm trying to go to 11 or 12 you know by by this month so um based on the different countries so i'm just happy to be back um and the title of this episode is these are the breaks again the title of this episode is these are the breaks and this would be the part of the podcast where i will let you know if i have any sponsors but um i don't have any yet my my future hope to be sponsors are Adidas, Beats by Dre, and McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> maybe Trader Joe's. I, I would love to be the first uh, black creative sponsored by Trader Joe's just so I can get free uh, food from them. But um, yeah, eventually I'm going to get sponsors. I'm going to get people uh, that believe in this. But right now, this is my digital diary. It's currently 7 a.m. in the morning. And uh, I just woke up like, you know what? I have no excuses to not, you know, get back into bed. And uh, I wanted just to do the podcast. I wanted to start my day off with something uh, great and positive. You know, yesterday uh, we have this group um, we do. It's it's called Brothers Making Change, Sisters Making Change. And then after that, we do a group called um, The Black Series. And uh, we were talking about values yesterday and and mission and vision and, um, you know, mantras and stuff. And, you know, one of my young people, shout out to the homie, was like, uh, a value I want to have is to be thankful. And I was like, wow, this kid is 17 years old. I'm 42, about to be 43. And I struggle with that. I struggle with just waking up and saying, just thank you, Lord. Thank you for another day. Thank you for all that I have, even if it's crappy how I feel right now and Things are chaotic and all over the place. Definitely starting the day with gratitude is the way to go. And um, I was telling the young people, we were doing mantras, right? We were doing affirmations. And I only had one affirmation. Um, And I said, it's based on a meme I saw saying that I want to have multiple streams of peace. Now, you see a lot of, you know, these tags and you know these kind of memes of you know multiple streams of income and that's real too right we definitely want you know four to seven different streams of income but when i saw that meme i was like multiple streams of peace i believe once you have the peace the income comes right and the peace is being at peace with the journey being at peace with uh, who you are what you're becoming and i think that's the like when I like when I saw the meme I definitely saw myself being the river and I saw all these different streams of things that I'm doing in life that brings me peace that brings me joy that brings me fulfillment and 
I'm really on that hype right now, right? Multiple streams of peace. Um, and I want to keep finding them. And I'm going to let you know some peace that happened this week. Uh, but I just want to shout out my young person who, you know, woke me up. I mean, y'all, the thing that I actually do like about my job is the part of it where I get to sit down and break bread with these amazing young people. And we get to talk very candidly, very open. I challenge them. They challenge me. And we learn together. You know, I never want to have them come into a space where they feel like I'm just learning from them. It's not. No, that's not the case. We're learning together. Yes, I may be responsible for setting the container, for for cultivating the space. But at the end of the day, we're learning together and we're processing. And um, God is speaking to all of us, even um, if they're if if he's using me to be that conduit to spark up something. So. Um, I just wanted to say that, man, because, again, I don't, I don't remember the last time I just woke up just thankful. It's, just, it's been tough the last this last season, right? With COVID, pandemic, you know, I work in the front lines with young people. I'm in the schools. You know, they say, I'm outside. No, I'm really outside. I feel like I haven't came inside, <laughs> but I'm really outside. And, uh, you know, it's tough. You know, we're dealing with a lot as a society. We're coming to grips with our mental health our sinful nature, our, um, our, our, our strengths, our fears, where all of it's being propelled in front of us um, and pushed and said, hey, boom, what do you think? And we're having to face it. We're having to answer some things. We're having to, to, to see where we really are as a country. You know, yesterday we just had a recall. What a waste of time. What a waste of money. What a waste of resources. Um, some people will say it's not a waste because they wanted their voice to be heard that um, there are some some feelings that they're not happy with the current governor. And um, I hear them, you know, I definitely hear them. Uh, but to take three or 200 something million dollars to make that point, um, I think it was very wasteful. We could have used that money for something so much better. But um, there's a lot of opinions and people have a lot of stances and different, um, different uh, ways that they want to communicate their either distrust or their frustration with our government right now. And so sometimes they get violent and sometimes they get expensive. And uh, thank God we have the right to be able to do that in our country, to express our discontent. Unlike other countries who are in, you know, dictatorships or, you know, very controlling regimes where as a citizen, you can't express this. You can't do a recall. They'll recall you. How about that? You know, they'll send you back to the factory. Um, so I'm just thankful we at least have that. I just pray the next time we um, spend a lot less money to make a point, you know. So, you know, it is what it is um, that happened. Um, but, yeah, you know, going back to the multiple streams of peace. That actually should, my, that actually might be the title. I know I said these are the breaks, but I might say multiple streams of peace. We'll, we'll see. You know, we're, this is Improv Hob. I could change the title at any given second. So, um, but so let me talk about a couple uh, streams of peace that's been happening lately before I get into um, the bigger theme. So, what, I think it was the, oh, the 5th. Sunday, September 5th, I was blessed to take some students to go see Hamilton. We were 15 deep, 12 students, 3 staff. And we got to see the last Hamilton run at the Orpheum Theater in San Francisco. And let me tell you, I've been planning this before the pandemic. Shout out to my boy Dre Woods, uh, Darylin, um as well. 
I met a couple of the cast members from Hamilton uh, right before the pandemic, I believe in 2019. We got to kick it, hang out, I think in November of 2019. And it was amazing. I really like, you know, clicked with them, especially Dre, him being a fellow believer, um, a thespian singer into hip hop. And, um, you know, he was like, yeah, man, I, you know, I want to come visit your young people. I want to come visit um, the kids. And I said, yeah, for sure. And, and I wasn't even at the job I'm currently at right now. But I was just blown away that they wanted to connect with the community. As you should, right? As an artist visiting another city, you should definitely tap in and see, you know, what's going on. And so I was just grateful uh, for Dre. You know, even after the pandemic and we didn't talk for a minute, you know, when everything started to get somewhat decent here in San Francisco. And shout out to San Francisco being a model city when it comes to being vaccinated and people handling their business. We'll be one of the first cities to kind of get back up and going. Um praise God when we do, but uh, I'm just thankful for, for my city doing the right thing and uh, handling business. Um, but, you know, once the theater started opening, they came back for a short one-month run, which I'm sad about because they went to Sacramento. I'm like, they watched theater in Sac? Come on now. Like, stay another couple weeks in Frisco, man. I want to take so much more, so many more young people to come see this. I wish, you know, they, they in New York, they have like a... Um, New York school district kind of show, right? Where they just invite young people and teachers and educators to come see it. And I'm hoping, you know, they can come back around and do that for our city because we need as many young people as possible to see the show. Um, it was so dope to see the young people dress fly and, you know, coming in suited and booted. And, you know, it was so amazing, man. Like, you know, they're, they're, they're young theater goers, right? From the hood. And I love that. I love making it accessible for them right the tickets weren't cheap you know shout out to um the you know the bosses who uh forked up the money because arts is important right them being patrons and subscribe future subscribers to theater particularly black theater is important for me it's important that we connect that ecosystem for them and to see them come i mean they were so excited shout out to two youth in particular who, um, you know, it was kind of a struggle planning, right? Like getting the tickets and coordinating. And I was kind of like, you know, at a point of like, man, F it, bro. I'm tired of going through all this stuff. And sure enough, these young people text me like, man, I can't wait to go. Thank you. Their humility gave me strength. And I said, all right, we going. Screw it. We're going to make it happen. Forget all the politics. We are going. And we went and, man, had a blast. Had a great time. It was such an amazing show live. I, I caught more live than I did watching it on Disney. You know, it was so much better live. And um, and so that, that wasn't the kicker. The, the, the half of the great part was we went to go see it together. But they actually, Dre and shout out to Tiffany Millard, BX, the Bronx, um, came to our center <clears throat> and hung out with us and broke bread and answered questions from the kids and got tickets autographed and shirts autographed and we gave him a whole bunch of swag man it was phenomenal what a time i'm so thinking again shout out to dre woods follow them on instagram dre woods tiffany millard they're part of the peggy tour for hamilton for them just to come to our center and just hang out man it was it was everything man it was everything i'm eternally eternally grateful they're going to be stars. They're stars already, but they're going to be even brighter stars. God has so much more for them. And um, how grateful am I to, to, you know, to have them just pull up and show me a lot. And, you know, they want to do this in other cities, like how they talk to our young people and 
hung out. And so uh, I'm just thankful that they're going to do this in other cities. Um, and, you know, they're going to be back in the Bay Area. They're going to come back to San Jose, I believe, in October. So we're going to definitely try to pull out for that, um, invite more community-based organizations. Um, they need to invest in this. They need to, like, give our kids more experiences to broaden the horizons. And shout out to one of my students, Jai, who said everything has changed after she watched it, right? She's a spoken word artist. She's about to go to um, University of Chicago. And she was so pumped, so pumped. Like, she sent me two tracks she did. I mean, she's already on her way to being, you know, a hip-hop theater artist. And she was just a poet before she saw the play. Now she realized what she can do. And I'm just so excited for her. So excited for her. Um to see like what she's about to do and so you know she's she's headed out this week and um i'm, I'm just if, if no one else was impacted i'm glad she got impacted amen so man thank you again hamilton sf for coming through um so that week too we wound up having a college mixer had about a hundred people come out um at my job uh you know we specialize in helping young people get into hbcus pwi colleges um but particularly hbcus right that's our bread and butter and um man it was great to see a couple of my friends that came through and brought their kids uh we had some entertainment shout out to feline finesse that came through and danced it was so dope we had great food it was like a backyard barbecue mixed in with college mixer uh, it was so dope man i love that we get to offer these services for kids in san francisco who are interested in going to these colleges and kind of just giving them an introduction right and letting them know how much we're going to be with them throughout this journey and um man, we want to see our people doing good shout out to good brother i love uh what's i love seeing my people do good i love to see my people doing good gosh i wear this shirt all the time and i just had a brain fart moment but i love to see my people doing good and so shout out to the college mixer um also man this one right here this 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 tidbit of news really warmed my heart really warmed my heart to get this and, it, and it, it goes to a bigger principle of if you work on something and you become really good at it even great people will find you people will go after you i'm telling you y'all trust me just if if you're out here grinding in silence and sometimes in, in in horror and you feel like no one's watching you trust me somebody is watching you someone is taking note of your works and they're gonna put you on blast and, and the goal is um, to continue to do it and eventually somebody will notice you and they'll connect you to the right people. It has been my life story. There's been times where I wasn't expecting it. I'm just doing me. I'm just being excellent performing, being excellent teaching, being excellent in uh, being a curator. And then you just get phone calls. So I would just tell people in general, keep your phone on. Let people know what your number is, but keep your phone on as you're being excellent, as you're not out in the clubs, uh, as you're not, you know, doing things that are wasting your time and not being productive, as you're working on your craft and your gift, trust me, if you keep sharing it, some people will find it, enough people will find it. And so basically, um, shout out to my man, Sean San Jose over there at the Magic Theater. I got asked to um, be in a play reading coming up in a couple weeks at the Magic Theater. And uh, for, my, for my brother, Donald Lacey, who I haven't seen in years, I remember doing a play of his... Um, in dedication to his daughter, Loise, um, called Legacy for Loise. It was one of the first plays I did um, where it really changed the game for me about why we do theater, 
why we tell these stories, the importance of community theater, right? To be able to tell such an amazing story that's so real. There probably wasn't a rehearsal or a time where we didn't cry. You know, it was, it, it was the true story of his daughter who um, was accidentally murdered in a car, I believe in West Oakland by McClyman's High School. Or uh, what? Yeah, McClyman's? Yeah, I think it was McClyman's. Um, some guys were shooting at someone else. She happened to be in the car too and she got hit. And so it's an unfortunate story that continues to be told because it's still happening and donald wanted to honor his daughter you know through the story and how beautiful of a person she was um i feel like i know her even though i never met her and um and so i, I was honored back in 2002 2003 to be a part of um legacy for Luisa. we did that at laney college i mean it was phenomenal i mean it was phenomenal doing the show and so he's doing another version of it uh, a different version of it from what i hear and um, i got asked to be in it man if y'all if listen man multiple streams of peace i've been begging god to get back in, into theater you know I, I do a lot of outpouring for other people i do a lot of servitude i do a lot of um charity in a sense and i and i love it right i love giving back to people i love uh you know, empowering young people and giving them platforms and giving them resources to do, to do their thing. But if you really could listen, if I had a, a stethoscope and you could hear my heartbeat, it would beat for theater. It would beat for live performance. It would beat for community to perform. And I've had to put it on the back burner for years um, as I've been learning more about ministry, about um, community work, about myself. And, um, but I want to go back. I need to go back. My heart's been longing for live performance. And, you know, COVID hasn't helped because we've been shut down for the last damn near two years. And so I saw a, a thing yesterday where, you know, four Broadway plays are back. I think it's uh, Hamilton, Lion King, two other shows in New York. And it's just people are just happy that theater is back. You know, I mean, people love theater. People love live performance. Concerts are back like that. You know, right now it's for vaccinated people. But um, just to know that they're back. And man, when I got that call, especially from Sean San Jose, who's the GOAT, you know, of theater performance and just everything. Sean is the man. You know, he's the man. And he's been someone I've, I've watched since 1999. I've watched him in Campo Santo since 1999 when they were at 450 Valencia, 425 Valencia at intersection, seeing those plays in that black box room, man, was everything. It was everything as a teenager, young adult, man, seeing them tell these phenomenal stories. I'm like, oh my God, I, I want to do this. I want to tell these stories. And it, you know, it was funny. I was uh, watching a, um, a YouTube video where they talk about these uh, career paths going to college don't have a, a, a return on investment, right? Don't do theater. Don't do performing arts. Yeah, it may not make you money, but it's a stream of peace. It's a multiple stream of peace. And you can still work a you know, vocational job or another job that's you know close to what you do that pays a lot of money, but you're still able to do your art because it's a multiple stream of peace. And, you know... It, it, it was just beautiful that you know i'm blessed to have the opportunity to get back i i hope i get more i want to go back on more auditions i want to connect more i want to be able to have my schedule be a lot more flexible to be able to do theater at nighttime you know to be able to 
uh, get back on stage more full time um, or part time, I should say, Uh, because I love teaching. But I need that. I need in this season. I need to be on stage. I need to be figuring out a character. I need to be as I'm figuring out my my own personal character. Um, I love it. And I just think it's time to revisit it for myself. I'm really good at it. I'm really good at performing arts. I'm really good at um, acting and being present and just being weird. I'm really good at being weird. How about that? And uh, so I'm excited. I'm so excited. Y'all, I'm going to do probably a whole podcast episode just on getting back on stage. Man's phenomenal. I'm so grateful. Thank you to Ashley, one of my former students who put me on and made the connect. Um, I'm, I'm so grateful to you, Queen. Um, and thank you. Shout out to you, you know, going out, going for your doctorate. I met this young lady when she was 14. Now she's going for her doctorate degree in divinity and social justice and arts. I mean, she's like my daughter, like no lie. She's my daughter. Um, I, that's the kind of kid I would have. And shout out to Dewana too. And, and Bailey, they're like my, my spiritual daughters. Um, I met them all when they were 14. They're all educators and artists, you know, doing this work. And um, I just love them, you know, shout out to them. Um, and then last, oh, come on, somebody. So I'm on an album, y'all. I'm on an album that released last Friday. It's called Bay Collective Presents Volume 2. I'm doing spoken word in the beginning. This is a newly formed worship crew out the Bay with some talented people, Benjamin and Wanda and Abraham, Letty and Saida. I mean, this is it's a, it's a Isabel. It's a phenomenal crew, and um, I got asked to be part of it. I was not expecting that. I was just coming through to hang out, and I basically wrote at this um, writing session, and then show enough, they're like, "Yo, let's put on the album," and I'm on the album. You know, I'm on the album right now, Volume Two. It's phenomenal. It's like an EP. It's phenomenal. Five tracks. And, you, and maybe you could skip mine, you know, but I think it's pretty dope. I think it's pretty, uh, pretty amazing. I'm on a worship album, you know, and uh, it's doing really well, streaming really cool. You can catch it now on um, on uh, all streaming platforms, you know, Spotify, iTunes, um, Tidal, wherever, Google Play. You can find it again. Bay Worship Collective presents Volume 2. I'm on... Um, the first song hold on i believe or don't let me go i'm on the first song so i'm really happy about that um it was a it was crazy just crazy how all this was happening this one week um and i'm on an album that's being streamed and people love it and and then this will connect uh last friday i got i preached in front of some young people 63 kids y'all came through um on friday at, at, at my church and man it was it was lit I preach about the guy who's paralyzed at the pool of Bethesda. Oh, how does that how how that relates to my life? And man, when I tell you, man, I cried three times. Towards the end, I got choked. I'm like, what is this coming from? And I realized God makes me very sensitive, you know. And I know a lot of people are facing a lot of different things. And uh, you know, I had to have an altar call, old school man. Come on up. Here's the pool. This is the pool. We ain't got no pool of Bethesda here. Uh, you know, um, that we can go to in Israel, but we have one right here. And man, it, it was it was a fiery night. You know, I prayed for one of my young people who was struggling from bullying. That made me cry. And um, God gave me a word for her. And uh, it was just amazing, man. It, it I had such a tough week. You know, that week I, I broke up a fight, you know, connected to the job. Um, 
man, it was crazy. I was going through hell. I didn't sleep good the day before. Woke up randomly. I'm like, what's going on right now? And I finally realized it was my first, like, real um, attack on a word I was giving. And now I know why. Because how powerful it came out, um, praise God, that night that I would go through all this hell throughout that week to discourage me uh, from, from, from trying to say it. And thank God I was able to. Um, a lot of young people received it well. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm not. A, I'm not a, 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 a pastor. I'm a preacher, but I'm not a pastor. And um, I'm learning. You know, I'm learning a lot. I'm learning what it is to be in that role. Um, man, it's no. I have a lot. I have a lot more respect for pastors and what they go through emotionally, um, physically, psychologically. Um, you get off stage, you're 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 vulnerable, and then your kids are right there crying in front of you, saying something got triggered f- for them, and they just need more prayer. And you love them, and you hear what's going on, and you're like, dang. Um, so, and thank you to everyone who came out and watched online, who listened. Man, I appreciate y'all. You know, I I, I was trying to scroll back, but everyone who came up to me after saying, man, it was phenomenal. Man, I, I know I know y'all wasn't just like, you know, stroking my ego. I know it was legit that y'all really was like, man, it was a good job. And I really appreciate y'all um, for just showing me love because I, I was scared as heck. Anything when it comes to preaching God's word, I get super nervous. I get super, you know, critical and analytical of myself. And um, but there was a moment where I just had peace. Right. And I knew what part of the sermon where I was just like I was coasting. I was on my Tesla stuff. You know, I was on autopilot. And um, it felt good. It felt good just to share it. Um, my testimony, being honest, connecting it. That's the only way I know to talk to young people. It's just being honest and open and straight up. Like, that's what their generation wants. They don't want no sugar-coated stuff. They want the real. And I'll, <laughs> I'm going to do my best to be that for y'all. For real. Um, I'm just grateful, man. Just grateful to have that platform to speak to them. And... Um, it, it just went over. I mean, I had some nations after. I slept so good. I mean, I slept like I did something right in the world. And so just grateful. Again, grateful, 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 grateful. And um, yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a phenomenal week to say that. Despite, you know, on, on one end, you know, it was, it was crazy. You know, I've been having some issues. Um you know, connected to work, and it's 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 been that season. I've been seeing, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine about um, a lot of folks having like this feeling of emptiness, like they're going to work, they're doing their thing, but it's it's just there's an emptiness, there's a kind of like a void, um, and it's been all all hell is broken loose on in certain areas of my life when it comes to work, and uh, it's been a fight. It's been a fight. You know, I've been definitely questioning. Um, like what I want to do, like what I really want to do. Like I enjoy what I want to do, but asking God is, can I really do what I want to do? Um, it, that's in your will, right? Because I don't, you know, I'm 42. I don't have that much time to be wasting time, right? I'm, on, I'm like on Act Two. I pray I get to Act Three. Come on, somebody. Uh, <laughs> but I'm on Act Two right now, and this is where it gets really good. And <laughs> right now, it's, it's not going really good. Um, and God's definitely pushing me, pushing me and challenging me about what you really want to do. Write your vision and make it plain. 
and um shout out to a friend of mine who um she was saying like yeah i'm, I'm you know i said what, what you up to she's like I'm, I'm about to work on my goals for the next three to six months i'm like my gosh that's what i need to do that's what i need to do you know i i make time for everyone else's goals and help them with their things but i don't i haven't put my mind and we were talking about that vision right uh uh, my people sh- shall perish for the lack of vision Jeremiah and um, I'm like I have to be very clear in the season what my vision is what is it that I'm really working towards not at, even at the job but personally because there's more for me you know again I love what I do but there's not enough arts in this mix right it's like when you're cooking seasoning something like ah, it's not enough salt by the way a couple weeks ago I had the worst chicken alfredo ever i mean ever it was horrible it was horrible how do you make chicken alfredo with no damn seasoning and the person was black like how dare you disrespect our race of people by not putting no damn seasoning in some chicken alfredo it was the worst i was hoping like because there was heck of food left over from this event and uh you know we could take it home but i'm like let me just try one first because it looks smacking. It looks smacking. It was also some like LA catering stuff, right? Where they don't put no salt and no flavoring because you know, you gotta watch your calories and watch your, you know, uh, your salt intake or whatever. And it was like that. I'm like, man, this is horrible. And uh, so I, <laughs> I know it's a side note, but it was just horrible. And I was just like, gosh, this, this is, it was a metaphor, right? A, a life that's bland without seasoning. That's not the life for Hav, you know? That is definitely not. And so I'm fighting I'm fighting for some things in my future that I really want. Um, there's been some doors that have opened to really have that conversation where I'm working at and what I'm doing. Because, yeah, I, I've, I've been humble. I've been, um, you know, a good soldier. And at the end of the day, people will use you. People will take advantage and not really see your worth. Like this, there's a lot of people I think in my life that know I'm talented, but don't really see my worth. And it's not, it's not for them. It's not for me to wait for them to see it. I don't give a damn. If you don't see that's you, I have to see it. I have my self-awareness has to be good. And, you know, some people will give me crit- or criticism, but don't understand the world I'm in. Or they're not an artist. They don't know the feeling to not be on stage. They don't, they don't have that. That's not even in their, um, world of understanding and so i have to fight for the future i want and i'm doing it as we speak this is for me again being able to podcast once a week um you know i took months off but i feel like i feel very grateful and happy that i just you know god woke me up with some energy this morning and said come on let's get on this mic let's talk to the people even if one person listens to it um i think just being consistent and just sharing my story someday this will make sense this will be worth something it's worth something for me now but for society speaking for them to hear my story to hear a story and at this moment right now my life as you're listening to this podcast i'm fighting for my future because no one else really is and if they were to fight for it it would be me being a babysitter I have the power to inspire most people that I come across and 
people would rather have me just be a babysitter and not really tap into my gifts and my strengths. And I'm, I'm no, I don't even really feel like I'm a person that should be working for other people. But because I'm complacent and lazy at times and self-doubting and loathing, I allow myself to be in this position and I'm fearful. Come on, let's be let's just be honest. Um, I, 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 I'll, I'll seek comfort in other situations instead of building the comfort that I want for myself, building the multiple streams of peace. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm having to really face that, 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 that fear being a scary cat on a lot of things, being, being fearful of my own success, because I'm not even, I'm not doing the thing that if I did it, I'd find out if I can do this on my own. And, um, so in this season, because it's been so crazy, I really have had to tap into that. Like, have do you really want to keep being in these scenarios the next couple of years? Is this what you want? People, you know, people not seeing that you're good in this area, but want to put you over here because they just don't have somebody. But it's a total waste of your time because you could be doing this to to build up everything else for for all of the things you do. And I don't want to put my future, my destiny in someone else's hands anymore. Especially if they don't appreciate you and don't see your their, your value and worth. Those days are done for me. And I pray for those who are going through the same thing. When you're in a scenario and you're in a place, when you're stuck. Shout out to my pastor, John John, who had a series called Unstuck. Where you feel like you're stuck in a place. You know, and the people don't, they don't see your value, don't see your worth. They're not loving. They don't. They don't lead you well. You're, they're narcissistic. You know. They're actually scared of you and your potential, and so that's why they really don't ele- help elevate you and, and bring you up. I know that feeling, and I'm just praying for y'all that this doesn't have to be your reality forever. It may be your reality, but it's not your truth. And the truth is that you can take steps every day to. Um, to move towards a future and and an outcome that's not going to be filled with that. There's always going to be trials. There's always going to be tests. But I really believe that we can live in a season of multiple streams of peace. And that's what I'm starting to live in right now. And so um, I just want to share that with y'all. These are the breaks, you know, as I went back to that. And what I mean by that is there's breaks in our life when we have to stop. We just have to stop. And just look at where we are. Look at the light, right? Where are we? What, 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 what is the intersection? Come on, somebody. I'm at right now in my life. Am I happy? Am I stuck? Am I waiting for this light to turn? Am I, am I waiting for, for this to turn green, but it's just red? And I'm like, why am I just here at this light? I want to go. I want to move. I want to get out of here. I don't feel safe here. And it's in that light. I believe God wants you to process like how much you really want to go. Like when the light turns green, are you just going to kind of, you know, put your foot on the throttle a little bit or are you going to press down when it's time to go? And it's just, it's, it's, it's for some of us, it's that time to process and get ready and get ready. You know, we're going to be coming out this, this pandemic pray, pray towards the end of this year, early next year. There's, there's, there's some windows opening, right? There's some grind time right now to get things ready, right? To get back into a world with a newer, fresher, cleaner perspective with more to add, more value to add to society, more to give. And um, 
I, I've been having that moment and I'm praying. I, there's things I'm, I'm writing down, I'm going to be writing down that I want God to see. I want to see God move in my life towards because this ain't it, right? This is not it. And um, man, I, 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 love, I love 50 to 75% of the work I do. But I want more. And I pray that as you listen to this, you say to yourself, I want more. I, I want to expect more. That's the word I got earlier this uh, this summer. Expect more. And I'm expecting more. I'm expecting more. That God's going to give me more. More of what of what I'm, I'm called to do and what I love to do. And I believe you can have both in this life. And so if you're at, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're at the break, if you hit the break, so that God will just get your attention. And he's definitely got my attention. So um, I'm going to wrap it up. Again, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for processing with me as we've been doing this episode. Again, we're going to try to come out once a week. I might drop this uh, podcast just for my Spotify users called Hobbs Grooves um, or Hav Grooves, <laughs> uh, which is, I just play songs I'm listening to. If you get a chance, there's an artist called Yeba, Y-E-B-B-A. She has a song called Distance. The album is pretty fire. But she has a song called Distance. And I love it. It's a smooth, mellow jazz. Uh, man, check it out. I'm, I'm vibing to it. Uh, but I want to do like a playlist on Spotify and talk about the songs that I play. I'm probably going to drop it on Saturdays. Um, so I hope you all check it out. It's probably going to come out this Saturday just for my Spotify users. So if you can, subscribe to this podcast, anchor.fm slash improvhav anchor.fm slash improv hav and you can find me on all streaming platforms under improv with hav um again find me on social media at improv hav um i'm all over i'm outside you know check out that cash app and that venmo at improv hav you know um you know if you want to donate this uh podcast has blessed you please donate to the to the movement and i'm expecting more i want a studio to do this podcast i want to do video um, plays, uh, more performances, showcases. I'm expecting more. You know, I want to uh, elevate more young people, do more things for them, more trips, more enrichment, um, you know, different places, different things to expose them into this ama- the amazing things that this world offers. Um, I, I want to have a healthy life balance of arts, education, and last but not least, love. Definitely Hob wants to be loved. I think it's time you know, to allow myself to be in a relationship after, you know, 30 years, <laughs> it's okay. And then the fourth pillar, I think, is just community. So my arts, education, love, and community. You know, I know a lot of people, but can I say, do I have a lot of friends? Uh, I have a lot of family, but um, I'm talking about community. And those are my four pillars in the season that I'm looking for, my, my, my streams of peace along with streams of income but those are my pillars this season so again ride with me on this journey and um i I hopefully i get to ride with you on yours and we'll just see god move in our lives so thank y'all have an amazing week it's been fun Um, i'm gonna get ready to go to work and um man i'm signing out improv with hav see you again next week y'all peace